0: How do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. It's a very, very special honor. I'm Paula Creamer, and you're listening to Golf Talk Live. Well,
1: we're waiting. Hi, this is Martin Cove, a.k.a. John
2: Kreese from Cobra Kai, and you're listening to Golf Talk Live.
3: <laughs> and we are back. Another edition of the nineteenth holes, brought to you by Golf Talk Live. And if we're laughing, if we're having a good time, because uh, I'm hoping I hit the right button. (laughs) And Chris, I am joined by Christian Nazamus, Andrew Depew, who usually does all the technical aspects for the show. Yeah, he's he's not here. So,
4: Christian, he's he's having a cocktail on the beach in Jamaica.
3: he's He's in Jamaica. He's enjoying being a newlywed and we're going to talk about that also in a minute but it says it's recording so i think we're. i think we're good okay so a lot to talk about okay let's talk let's let me give you a rundown here what's on tap phil mickelson can't start this show without talking about phil okay and then we're going to talk about kiowa and then we're going to talk about phil a lot more and then we're going to talk about the Bryson uh, DeChambeau. Oh, I that. Uh, I can't wait for that. There has been a Tony Leodora sighting. The traveling golfer has been found, and he's going to pop in here. And then we're going to go back. We're going to head back up to Buffalo. You'll hear it on the show throughout. What a great weekend! Uh, congrats to the newlyweds, Andrew and Carly. It was it was a lot of fun. The three of us got to hang out to together. I'm still not sure we should have made that beer run. But we did. Oh, we did. Oh,
4: we did. Oh, we did indeed at 1:30 in the morning.
3: It was a little sketchy, folks. That's all we're gonna say. It was a little sketchy, but we wow. needed beverages, so but it was well I, worth it. You guys stay hydrated. Was. We do need to stay hydrated. <laughs> and uh, you know what? We should, probably, uh, we should probably dial it in, though, and I'll tell you who was dialed in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it over to you, softball, Phil Mickelson. Come on. Yeah, I mean, first and foremost,
4: Phil, the thrill, his his routine of coffee, hitting bombs, working those calves. I mean, the dude, 50 years old, <laughs> you couldn't write
3: a better story. I
4: mean, Kiowa Island, longest golf course on tour this season at 7,800 yards.
3: Longest, longest. Major championship, Major. Menu ever?
4: Yeah, where's Bryson? Ever. Where's Bryson at? Oh. Mr. Bomber himself. Oh, where's yeah. he? Where was he? Oh, he's gonna oh. come up later. He's gonna
3: come up in our show without
4: question. I don't know. I, I I think it's all about the cabs,
3: baby. It's all about them cabs. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Phil. I mean, <laughs> Phil. Even even afterwards, i Brandon Shane, He's he's interviewing him, and and he's like, he and he looked at he. Phil looked at him. And he goes, "I was hitting bombs." <laughs> Oh, he was sitting nothing but bombs. <laughs> Brooks Kapka, one of the longest hitters on tour. And granted, uh, he was injured. I mean, I think I think you could obviously tell he was maybe not at his physically at his A game, so to speak, but he hit hits a bomb out there, 360, and Phil knocks it past him. Yeah. 366. Mm-hmm. 508 yards into the 18th hole, driver, driver nine iron. I mean,
4: that's the definition of hitting bombs. You know, I mean, sheesh, I wish I could do that.
3: I'm telling you right now. Okay. I'm just going to say it right now. Phil, I will give you free props. I just want coffee wellness. That's all because this 51 year old is not in at 366.
4: (laughs) I I just want Phil to come on the show for like just 10 minutes. Explain to us the formula of hitting bombs.
3: I stood up. I stood up on 366 yard par four at Seneca for Andrew's uh, pre-wedding round, and I'm sitting there going, "Man, this is like driver seven iron anymore." <laughs> <laughs> I got no game. I'm bad.
4: Oh man. Hey, how was his putting, though? In all seriousness.
3: Well, you're gonna hear a little bit of some excerpts because we got some special guests later in the show. But I'll give you my two take. My 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 thing was he is putting significantly better. I'll tell you what, the kid folks, we joke about different golf. Games. Andrew can flat out play. I mean, you can flat out play. You played D one college golf many moons ago, many moons ago. Many I can actually go. I could actually play this game, but A- Andrew, I mean, was just strolling around there. I mean, he had hit, hit the ninth hole uh, Seneca Hickory stick, great track, I know Kemper Sports follows us on Instagram. They're the management company up there. Um, he, he knocks it to four feet on the par five, uh, and he did miss that putt. But um, he drained a big one on eighteen to uh, to have the match. And uh, I think he was like one under through like twelve, and then went off the rails a little bit. It's also when the beverages kicked in, at least for the <laughs> other three. The other three of us. I mean.
4: Oh man, uh, there's one golf run. I by the way, play. by
3: the way, and I and I quote from one of the people in our in our group: "Is it wrong that I'm through one beer after one?" <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, it's and never that, a
3: bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I had a good time, but let, let's go back to Phil for a second. I mean, let's go back to the fact that last week we had um, Kyle Peters on, and he was like. It's going to, yeah, the bombers are one thing, but it's going to take somebody with a short game. Mm-hmm. And I mean, masterful. We're talking the best probably ever, short game wise. Um, maybe Sebi, you would say, would maybe, maybe better. Um, I saw this one thing on, on, I don't know if you saw this on, uh, it was either Twitter or Instagram, where JT actually noted. Did you notice that Phil suddenly went to a clog rip there? I think it was on the 16th or 17th hole. I did notice that. Yes, it was the first time he'd gone to that, and JT actually called called it out on Twitter, and Phil Phil's response was, and this just shows his genius. I mean, in my opinion, Phil goes, "Hey, good catch! The ball was sitting down in a depression, and and he felt that that was able to keep the ball on line more by using his claw grip." I'm like, you really think about? I mean, damn.
4: Yeah. I mean, I, I can't putt for shit. So, I mean, if, I, if I'm if i having to putt to win a major, I, I'm three-putting. So. <laughs> but that's a remarkable. I mean, best short game, arguably, like you said, of all time. I mean, just seeing him do what he did at Kiowa was just truly – it was amazing to watch. Yeah. Kind of brought flashbacks really quick of uh, Tiger winning at Augusta. You
3: know, uh, you know what? I, I, that was – there. so there's, let's throw that question over to you. Is – is where does this rank in the grand scheme of things i mean in my lifetime the big ones are the most important one probably is jack i mean i know exactly where i was when jack nicholas won in 1986 you got you guys weren't even born but i know exactly where where i was i was in the bag room at fauquier springs country club in virginia and i mean and obviously, everybody, you know, the Tiger, come back. Um, but where does this rank in the golf lore stories?
4: I don't know. I mean, I, for Phil, I think this arguably, in my opinion, is one of his best
3: wins of his career.
4: First
3: and foremost. A, I think it cements his legacy, quite honestly.
4: I, I agree. You know, but I, I knowing Phil, um, Phil would trade in half of his majors for one U S open. That's the big thing <laughs> with Phil, you know? And again, going in Tory Pines, he loves Torrey Pines. Again, it's a tournament that he can win and it's Great. a tournament he can play well in. It's another Great. bomber's course ish, yep. but again, and, it's and, all about the short he, game.
3: Uh, and he has played well there.
4: I agree. I think Phil was very disheartened to know too, that after he shot 65 first round of quail hollow, and then he came in dead last in the tournament, he proceeded to shoot. I think it was like 14 over the next three days. Or whatever it was. Right. You know, that 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 right there, he I mean, I, I read an article. He that just didn't sit well with him. So he really wanted to put four solid rounds of golf together and he kept practicing, 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 hitting all these golf balls. And he used to play, you know, 72 or whatever holes it was, I think I read or something online. And, you know, he tried to hit each shot to the to literally the best that he could. And I think that truly helped him, obviously, Akiwa. I mean, 50 years old? You don't win a major
3: at 50. You didn't no no one obviously no one saw it coming. However, maybe somebody did. I don't know if you saw this one. Is Bernard Longer? It wasn't six weeks ago. He tweeted or put out on again Instagram social media, we'll just say. He said somebody in his 50s will win a major in the not so distant future. I mean and he did that. I I I really there was that moment, and we we know he's will the thrill. I mean, fill the thrill. Um, there was that moment there, though. I just never, I never sensed that he was ever not gonna win. He his was in control. Session. Yeah, he was in control of his own destiny,
4: literally from after day one. Right. And, I mean, and, I, I, he knew it was his, and he knew that it was his to lose personally.
3: Yeah, he was. I mean, sure, it's it's Phil. He was up. He was down. He was up. He was down. He's you know yeah. that front nine. I think. He literally, I remember texting you on Sunday because there was nowhere else that we were going to move off of my couch. I mean, oh, yeah, the way I was, and that was the longest drive back to Philadelphia from Buffalo. My oh, god, in my head, the
4: longest right. drive from Syracuse to <laughs> Buffalo, it was only two and a half, hours, two hours and 15 minutes.
3: I was doing it solo. I mean, my my my, my partners in the car, they're all asleep. I'm just uh-huh. oh, oh, it was rough anyway, but um, I. When I got, when I did get home, and I did have the tournament on, I mean, he only had like five pars up and through like twelve holes. Yep. Birdie, ber- birdie, bogey, par, birdie, bogey. Yeah, it was all over the map. That's Phil.
4: That is a Phil round one hundred and one. I think the birdies though that he did make, I right. definitely think, gave him confidence moving forward. I think if he missed a few of those putts, I, I truly think that he would have lost. In my opinion, but I mean, there's up, a few of those birdie putts, but again, it's that's
3: Phil. But to go up by five. On, in, on Saturday's round and then drops back down. I think it was two as his lead going into Sunday. Yep. And then he then he turns back around and at one – 10 was the big – 10 was the big moment. I mean, 10 he opens up I a agree. big lead. And, and and I think he stretched it to four on that. And limp, he, he, I mean, you just you just knew when he was on – when when he was coming down like 15, 16, it was his to win. I mean, his to lose. I agree.
4: Yeah, and like you said, Brooks didn't play well either. I mean, the last what five, six holes that Brooks played, all of his tee shots went dead left. He pulled them a slight bit, but again, it ended up costing him.
1: Right. Granted,
4: he made. He, I think he played. I think it was two under his last five holes or whatever it was. But still, I mean, Brooks didn't play. Brooks doesn't make both doubles. You know no. th- that's not that's not Brooks. And right. uh, you know, I again, actually, I was actually
3: more nervous for Ushazen catching yeah. Phil than 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 Brooks.
4: I agree. I think if Brooks had three or four more holes with the way he finished, I think it would have been a different outcome. Obviously, it's not going to happen. But again, I think Brooks started getting into a little mojo, you know, birdieing a few out of his last five holes um, to kind of get within reaching distance of Phil. But he knew Phil wasn't going to budge.
3: Right. So,
4: you That's know, it.
3: I don't know. Phil was going to turn it up to take it to another. I mean, he was a. he's a veteran. I, I'm just—I can't believe it was just—it was just a great tournament, it really was.
4: I, I agree, and like like we said, obviously a Hall of Fame career, no doubt about it. I mean, it's it's arguably one of the best golfers to ever do it. I mean, you only win—how many guys are not really going to win forty plus times on tour? It's right. hard enough to win once, let alone forty.
3: Well, look um, look at, look at D, DJ. I think is the new the next standard bearer. He's at twenty one. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he's to yeah. double his career. To get to Phil.
4: And then he's going to have to double it again to get to Tiger. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, So So, huge congrats to Phil. Um, Any other final thoughts on that? I hope Phil,
4: to be honest with you, I think I I am rooting for Phil hardcore at Torrey Pines at the U S open. And I think a lot of other people will. I I think this,
3: by the way, I do find it cool. He caught actually some, some heat. Because he uh, he took the special exemption. Yep. And then, <laughs> and I think it was Thomas Bjorn. And and, and we, uh, Thomas Bjorn on a Twitter on Sunday night after the BGA goes, Huh, USGA, not a bad decision. <laughs> or, or something. It's on paraphrasing, something of that regard.
5: But it's anyway, great, hey,
3: yeah. you're Phil Mickelson, and I'm not saying he does, but. If you're just in Alan Christian, Andrew hits it long enough, we probably need to hit bombs. And to hit bombs, we would probably use our good friends at Greenskeeper, and I'm talking about the Survivor Golf Tee. Center prong technology, external balancing prongs provide the lowest friction between the golf ball and golf tee. Its height gauge allows for consistent tee depth. And it's most advanced golf team made to date, Christian. And you know why? Because it gives you the longest rollout, and it's made from engineering grade polymer. I had them. I was hitting bombs for me <laughs> up in uh, Seneca, and I was still. You know, actually, no, I take it back. I, I knocked it past you know those guys a couple of times, but might hit a sprinkler head. But uh, there's
4: I- no pictures on the scorecard.
3: No, there's not. And you know, there was a snowman though at one point. So That's like all right. That's I could tell you yeah. I'm getting better though. Game's coming around. I'm fighting father's <laughs> time and beverages. I love so, it. So uh, you mentioned him playing his best, having a little banter. Uh, let's talk about the 10 million views <laughs> before it got purged. I think Brooks and Bryson like each other. What do you think? I think they hate
4: each other's guts, and I think that they need to be paired in the next three or four events that they're playing together because that would be so much fun to watch.
3: Can you see them – and many people have already said this, but we'll say it also. USGA, please pair them together.
4: I hope Uh. they do. How funny would it be if they got paired all four rounds at Torrey Pines? Oh. That would be I, – I think they both – well, I think they both missed the cut personally because they're playing together and they're just going to – the minute Bryson does something to piss Brooks off. I, when I first saw the video, I, I, I honestly thought that Brooks was just messing around. Right. I didn't think he was actually pissed. Right. Right. But the more and more and more I watched it, I'm like, holy shit, he's actually pissed off.
3: Yeah. I yeah. couldn't believe it. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, we don't know – some people speculate Bryson said something. Was it just his metal cleats? Did he, you know, was he was he expounding on the theory of relativity for all we know? Oh, yeah. I mean. There
4: there was a, a video clip that I saw, and it was this guy in a practice round, and Bryson's teeing off. Bryson pounds oh, the ball, wherever he was, and he goes, attaboy, Brooksy, and Bryson turns around, and he goes, all right, whoever just said Brooksy can get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love it. I, I love it. Everybody else loves it. I think it's absolutely hilarious. I hope they get paired together. I, I just I don't know. I, I mean, Brooks is a way better golfer than Bryson is. And well,
3: uh, I, got, I got to ask the question. Actually, it's two part. Just by the way, I threw the show notes out. <laughs> <laughs> we always do. Just Rip them up. Andrew, just throw them away. Andrew, Andrew's not here. He's the one that makes me do show notes. I just I it. love it. Yeah, I love so, it. My question is, my God, these, you know those two are going to be on the on the Ryder Cup team together. Uh, How does Steve Stricker keep that chemistry going?
4: Not pair them together. I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, I, mean, yeah but, I don't, I don't know though. I mean, Steve's the captain at the end of the day, and it's like if you want to win, it's almost like my my take is suck it up, be a professional, like each other for a week, hate each other the next. I, I mean. You're trying to win a Ryder Cup for your country. You're not trying to bicker back and forth like a bunch of twelve-year-olds. You know what I mean?
3: It's like and just. And, and it, does does Phil deserve to be on that team? No. Mm, no. I don't
4: think Phil. He had Phil looking at it from a whole year standpoint. Has Phil had a good
3: year? I, I where I don't have it in front of me. Do you Do you know how many? I don't. Them?
4: I don't have. I don't. I don't have it in front of me either. I just know that from like. The tournaments that I have watched, the big events like the Arnold Palmer, the uh, you know at, at Jack's place, um, even Augusta, the big tournaments, he hasn't he hasn't been up there. Again, he had a Cinderella week. He he just shot three over today at the um, at the event this week coming up, and it was it was so funny after his round. One of the reporters asked him a question, a smart-ass question, and he goes, "I mean, yeah, I played like crap, but I won the PGA last week, so." <laughs>
3: Yeah. He, ever, he had the right to say that. He's he's honoring his commitment. Actually, it's kind of funny because he said, "I want to take a few weeks off before the open," but you know, here yeah. he is anyway. But I do uh, think yeah, Steve will pick him, though. I do too. I think he's going to be. I, yeah. I think he's going to be the last cap pick to give that veteran veteran because just, just in the room itself, Phil's, oh, Phil's Phil. Phil. Oh, so yeah. yeah, I think I think I think he's number twelve pick. If if he doesn't. uh uh even earn his way it's on like them.
4: Tiger a few years ago when he when he didn't really deserve to get picked, but he got he got picked because of experience.
3: Sure, absolutely. Yeah. So back back to our boys, Bryson Brooks. We'd love both of you guys to come on, have a little chat with us. Perhaps what you guys need to, is to restore your natural balance, and who had better to do that than our good friends over at Yips with their new CBD breakthrough. It's rapidly rising to the top of the industry right before your eyes. It's powered by Lacey, a patented state-of-the-art technology that activates and extracts with zero loss and degradation of the plant and strain profile. Total spectrum isolates broad spectrum, then full spectrum, and now there's total spectrum. Everything is preserved from the plant to the final product, never recombined. It's Organic hemp and oils—the main ingredients are, for, are from the hemp, or, eh, eh, hemp. Excuse me, our oils are all organic. Bryson, Brooksie, <laughs> just saying. There you go. Uh, yep
4: Yeah, I could speak on behalf of the entire golfing community worldwide that everyone at the Open wants to see them get paired together. Without question. Got any
3: thoughts about this coming up upcoming week? Yeah, I mean, did we see what uh, Jordan shot today? I, I, I did. We are actually recording. The show's getting out a little late. We we publicized that uh, from a programming we note. We did just one show this week. We're all over the map. Like we said, Tony's down in uh, the homestead. Uh, Andrew's down in Jamaica. You were out traveling for business, and oh I have got God, everything going week. on at the golf course. So it's crazy week. Um, I, Jordan, sixty three. Yeah, 20, 63. 24 putts. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I, I'm so happy that Jordan's getting back into form. Um, not only, in my opinion, is he playing himself into a Ryder Cup spot this year because he has been playing well, I, I, I see him being a multiple-time winner. I could even see him winning at, at Tory Pines. Really? In my opinion, absolutely. It goes to show you that you don't need to bomb the ball at Tory to win a U.S. Open. You need to have a phenomenal short game. Jordan Spieth, arguably one of the best putters on, the, on tour, if not one of the best putters all time. I do think whoever has the best short game at Torrey obviously will win. Um, but with that said, again, Jordan's been playing phenomenal all season. He's had a really hell of a, of a start to uh, 2021. It's only going to continue to grow, in my opinion. And I think that it's going to uh, hopefully lead to another, maybe one or two tournaments.
3: I, I'd like to see it happen. Uh, the Jordan playing well down at Colonial. Uh, the ladies are playing the uh, Bank of Hope uh, LPGA match play, which I guess the noteworthy things there is how some of the top names have already fallen. Brooke Hend- Henderson knocked off by Jenny Coleman. Um, you know, Daniel Kang uh, is cruising though. Seven seven and six. You know, she's cru- She may be cruising there, but psh, I, I, the offer still stands. She's more than welcome to challenge us. I mean –
4: I don't know. From the way Andrew was talking this past weekend, it looks like she might be going down. I'm just saying. I
3: mean, maybe. I just
4: I, just, I don't know. I it could happen. It <laughs> could happen.
3: I don't know. So Danielle, you're in town for the shop, right? Offer still stands. You want a You want a little action? We'll take we'll take some game right here. Three I of us. It. We'll have him find a fourth. Our ball against your ball. I think we win. Actually, she's the she's one of the coolest ones out on the LPGA. So Danielle, seriously, if you do want to play, we'd love to, we'd love to have a little challenge match when you're down for the uh, for the shop right. And then by the way, the shop right is played down at CV Resort, a classic resort. Classic American golf resort. You know where else is a classic American golf resort? Where's that, Alan? That would be the homestead. And we're going to throw it down to the traveling golfer himself, Tony Leodora. Take it away, Tony.
2: Well, this month's Tony's Tea Time, I returned to a favorite haunt from many years ago. And the first thing that happened when I returned is I said, why did I wait so long? It's called the Homestead Resort, now the Omni Homestead Resort in Hot Springs, Virginia. We've got Director of Golf Mark Fry with us. Mark, thanks for having me out here again.
1: Hey, Tony. Glad to have you. Uh, What a spectacular venue. We're glad you're here. I hope you're having some fond memories from your earlier visits when you visited with Sam Sneed. (laughs)
2: That's right. Uh, When I first came here three years in a row in 1987, 1988 to cover the US Amateur Championship in 1989. Very, very memorable trips and one of those, uh, not only did I spend some time with Sam, I actually played golf with him, which was quite an experience. Uh, At that time we played the lower Cascades course, may it rest in peace. It was closed down in 2013, uh, part of the economic downturn. But the famous Cascades course, built in 1923, designed by William Flynn, the famous golf course architect, is one of my favorite golf courses in the entire country.
1: Yeah, Tony, you know, and I'm sure I'm partial because I grew up here and lived here, you know, most of my young, young life, but it's one of my favorites as well. You know, we've been fortunate over there to host eight national championships on that golf course, uh, and so in addition to that, about 200 state events, and that course was ranked the number one course in the state of Virginia for 82 years, so it's a pretty spectacular venue.
2: It really is, and it's a pretty amazing engineering feat. To see that William Flynn was able to carve a golf course out of these rocky cliffs and very, very severe uh, terrain that was available to him, and do it without earth-moving equipment, did it by hand and by horses and mules, and I've seen the pictures of it. It's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, and there were other architects in that day that were commissioned and, and asked to maybe take a look at it and. They virtually declined doing it, but Flynn saw something there. He saw the potential of developing a grand, fantastic mountain course, and he did that, and he did it with the terrain that was there for the most part. And as you stated, he did it with horses and mules, and and to this day I'm still finding horseshoes scattered around the property. We occasionally find those.
2: Yeah. The course itself is uh, really a great mountain golf course for a couple of reasons. Number one, they cleared enough land to put the golf course on there, a mistake that so many people who build mountain golf courses do not do. They wedge it into these narrow corridors. And then you have re-cleared the land many times over the years.
1: Yeah, you know, we were fortunate to get our hands on Flynn's original blueprints. And in doing that, we overlaid uh, a lot of our, our blueprints with aerial photos that we were able to take with drones and we saw where a lot of the mowing patterns had changed And in addition, we've removed a lot of trees that were evasive or were restricting sunlight or airflow. So it's all in a, in a plan, you know, futuristically to to uh, Bring the old Dane back to its original condition and what Flynn saw in 1923 and of course He knew the course would evolve and it has but we're still pretty proud of his his development and his architecture, and we're trying to refurbish it back to somewhat its original condition.
2: Folks, if you look at the scorecard, you'll see that it's 6,600 and some yards from the back tees, par 70, which always makes it longer. Trust me, the longest (laughs) 6,600-yard golf course in America, and you'll find it out when you play it. I found it out 31 years ago when I played it last and Guess what? It got even longer over these 30-some years, at least I think it did.
1: Well, you know, I think uh, I think the course probably hadn't got longer, a lot longer. I think we're just getting shorter. But <laughs> what a resurgence for us 50 and older guys as we see Phil Mickelson. Age is just a number, Tony.
2: That's right. Age is a number, and so is the Cascades course at the Homestead. It's a number. It should be number one on your bucket list if you're a serious golfer. Not only do you wanna come and play the Cascades, you wanna come and stay at the Homestead, the Omni Homestead Resort, one of the great, grand hotels in all of America, a golf destination you don't wanna miss. And that's what's on Tony's Tea Time this month.
3: Thank you, Tony, and thank you, Mark. I can tell you, having grown up in Virginia, the Homestead is the pinnacle of great golf in that area Uh, it's a resort you have to get to if you've not been there before so folks it was we are going down the back nine as you've heard and seen on our social media last week was a big week for the Golf Talk Live family as our very own Andrew DePue tied the knot up in Buffalo to his beautiful bride Carly we had a few excerpts from that weekend we had the camera and the microphones rolling and let's catch up with the guys Groomsman, Alex Vienne, Tyler DePew, and our own Christian Nazamos. Alan DePew with the 19th hole. We are on location in Williamsville, New York. With Christian Nazamos. What's
5: going on, everyone? And Alex (laughs) Fionn.
4: And Allison Semel.
5: And the better putter, Depew, Tyler Depew. Which leads us to our segment, Bogey Buddies with Alex and Tyler. So, Tyler, how'd you shoot the last time you went out? Uh, Pretty awful. Good. Pretty, pretty awful, yeah. Par for the courses, they say. No. I see what you did there. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I'm supposed to be moderating this conversation on air. I see what you did there. That was well played. Yeah, Go so, ahead. Good. Tyler, give us an analysis, okay? Impartial. We've, you've heard a lot of talking. Obviously, the perfect putting, perfect practice putting mat was working for Andrew. But overall, this is his wedding weekend. He's not on air right now with us. How did he do? Uh, to be completely honest, I think we all threw a little bit to make him feel better. Uh, but his putting did, did improve slightly
5: from what I've heard over the, the podcast episodes, uh, but it was still pretty pretty rough out there sometimes. See, when, whenever I golf with Tyler, it's, the, the way we consider par is 18 drinks on the hole, and Tyler typically is over par, and it, it speaks volumes to his golf game. Well, we are the 19th hole. And Tyler's usually 19 drinks deep by the point that we hit this
3: podcast. That is his handicap. <laughs> There is a reason for that. There is a reason for that. <laughs> Christian, you did – let's just – for everyone out there listening right now, you didn't show up, right? Uh, I had to work. Pay the bills. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay, moving on. Christian, <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, was there any one shot that Andrew hit that stood out to you yesterday? Oh, uh, his – let me tell you, his beautiful putt on 18, tie the game up completely, all square, send us into a tie. It was a great putt. Well, you know – for the record, I did throw the last butt intentionally. Oh, so we that all you know got, that. It we was, all know it that. It was his wedding present.
4: We all know that, but... You know, for the record, too, if I may butt in, right, it's Andrew's wedding weekend, so he's probably on cloud nine. Play with him next week, he's going to shoot, like, 95.
2: Exactly. <laughs> True. True. That's a low ball. True. Yeah. That's a low ball. Did he,
3: did, he, did he control himself on course at all? I mean... No. Did he go off the rails at it, any it point?
4: Went, it went off the rail. He said about him
5: shooting uh, one under, and then after that, I believe he went uh bogey double bogey and it just went downhill after that have you ever made a bogey
3: (laughs) every hole (laughs) okay alex how about you i i usually prefer the doubles doubles are excellent and that's why you are the bogey brothers the bogey brothers bingo all right alex let's set the stage here for just one minute we got to turn the clock back a number of months you actually before you became a bogey brother you actually won one of our product of the months for the Cleveland classic wedge specific brand was the.
5: Yeah. So it was back in September, 2020
3: it was a Cleveland CBX
5: two and I was pumped to win the wedge. And and so obviously with COVID couldn't, didn't really get the chance to really test it out until just last week. And it's kind of a success story for, for the product product. Um, So, as you mentioned, one of the bogey brothers. I'm I'm happy if I'm golfing bogey golf, but I was about seventy yards out and hit hit the wedge within two feet of the hole. It was one of the best shots of the day for a bogey um, for a bogey player. That's pretty good. Well, it would have been great because it would have been my first eagle of all time. had I made the putt? Wow! And of course, from three feet away, it
3: was one of those. Uh, so uh, wait a minute. You were on the green. What well, set the stage for the listeners? What, this was a. A Par four, or was this a par five? Par five, par had, five. You're on in on in two. two,
5: had a phenomenal drive. Okay,
3: um, so I, you're literally hitting a Cleveland wedge into a par five.
5: It, it was a short, it was a dude. Short you're a par stick, yeah. <laughs> you
2: skinnier I, than did skinnier I stun you on that
5: one? <laughs> skinnier than uh, than than you'd think, okay. Um, uh-huh. I could probably belt out, if I hit a a driver well, I I could probably hit 310. Absolutely crush the drive. Got it. Um, So I'm laying up for, and it was the shortest par five, um, it's at Lancaster Golf Club, and I forget the hole, but it's a short par five. And
3: so... Christian, we've established it's a short par five.
5: It's important to establish that. I'm still questioning it, 310 yards off the tee. <laughs> all right. Back, all right. So get to the Cleveland wedge. So I, I, I see that I'm like about 60, 70 yards out. Didn't have one like the finders or like a fancy card to give me the, the exact distance. And I knew if I really swung into the Cleveland that I could send it. And I, I hit it to the back of the green. For the first time ever, not planned, had um, a great deal of backspin. The, the best thing about the Cleveland wedge, it like the grooves are legit. Like the, the wedge is so good that you really don't have to try to swing it. And I powered through it, hit it, had a nice backspin, maybe six feet, um, a foot and a half, two feet away from the pole. And it would have been great to have hit the putt for the eagle. And unfortunately, in classic uh, uh, Bogey Brothers uh, <laughs> fashion...
4: And it, and it, looks like, it looks like you need Perfect Practice putting mat. Well,
3: I was just about to say, I mean, what really what we've taken away from this, Christian, is that Alex needs our good friends over at Perfect Practice, practice putting mat. Because if you're going to improve your putting stroke no better than with the official training aid of Golf Doc Live, it's endorsed by world number one Dustin Johnson. It's helped... Andrew's putting stroke. I witnessed it firsthand. Clearly, it has not helped because he doesn't have one. Alex's putting stroke, one of the original Bogey brothers. But do you agree?
4: Look, if you want to hit bombs, you gotta make putts. Alex hits bombs. That.
0: You won't put your flag. Does not
4: make putts. Well, they are as simple as that. It's they always that.
5: say you gotta. What what is the saying? Hit drive for, for dough, show, drive putt for show, dough. Putt for dough. Yeah, and well, ironically, my putter, you putt for dough. Christian. You have an interesting story about my putter, my hammy down putter.
3: Well, let me just finish working this in here. Perfect practice putting mat, official product of Golf Doc Live, the official putting aid. If it can work for Andrew it clearly can work for alex and if you have the if you're if you're suffering for the same problems of i don't know miss, missing your first eagle and make a par then maybe you should purchase the perfect practice putting mat use our promo code gtl15 that's gtl15 save 15 percent at checkout you got anything left to add before we move on christian you really should give the backstory of how i've adopted this uh, new putter christian
4: when I was working at a golf course uh, back in the day, you know, I was just casually strolling through the cart barn. And then next thing you know, I saw this beautiful spider red. tailor Putter, tailor-made, sitting in the garbage. Some guy just threw it out after a golf round.
5: On the 18th hole?
4: On the 18th hole, correct. The, so the I, putter
5: I, is the only club you need on every single hole. It's where you make And this dough. guy tossed it on the 18th hole, so I don't know how he finished.
4: Yeah, so right after that, I decided wedge. to like, you know, take the putter <laughs> the out of the garbage, it. obviously. I brought it into the lost and found at the golf course. You know, we waited about, what, six, seven months? And then you hijacked it. And then I hijacked it.
5: Well, your, golf's, your you course's know, policy was if a club was unclaimed it in was unclaimed three for, weeks.
4: No, it was, it, was it was a month. It was a month. Yes, it was a month. So if, if mm-hmm. a club went unclaimed for a month, we then had the opportunity to take it. Mm-hmm. Or
3: it, salvage it. it was. Or yeah, donate it so, to, to. Or donate yeah, correct. First so team, I, yeah.
4: I took it because I knew that Alex needed a putter. So I took it. Gave Apparently now
3: Alex needs a putting stroke. He
4: needs a putting stroke. So he definitely needs a well, there were, putting putting Well, there mat. was a
3: bit more backstory to it. There's Christian, a lot of
5: backstory on this. Christian might, or Christian might not admit. I, I prefer to call you uh, Kristen on the golf course. Um, but Christian was trying to use the putter. And, and he was all about it. And it was going to be his main putter. And so Christian missed. It was like a six-foot putt and he ended up getting so angry that he just chucked it and it almost went into the water on that hole. And I turned to him and he had two putters in his bag and I said, Christian, if you don't want that putter,
3: I'll take it. And he said, go ahead, take it. I hate this club, I'm done with it. Okay, so what we have learned, years, months, episodes, that Christian changes putters like the weather. Yes. That's what we have learned. It does not surprise me. I was, I was I was kind of shocked to say that he had three in his bag at one time. That's impressive. Kind of disturbing, in fact. But
5: in the words of Katy Perry, Christian changes his mind like a girl changes clothes. Wow. wow. And that was the story of the putter. And so it went into my bag, and I've been loving it ever since, except for the day. That you I missed, missed the eagle putt. I, where I missed the eagle putt. All right. And so now I need the perfect putting mat.
3: Alright, well we've heard perspective from Tyler DePew, first hand accountability on the wedding round at Seneca Hickory We're now all together here Andrew, you get to elaborate on your round, you get to discuss that miraculous putt Thanks a lot by the way, Uh, perfect practice sputting mat, I was on the losing end of that But uh the three of us, 19th hole, right here. Tell us about the round of golf at Seneca.
0: Tell us about Seneca. So, Seneca was uh, interesting. It was a uh, coming-of-home of sorts, but uh, played very well, actually. was 1-under through 10, and then uh, the drinks and making sure that you clumsy, drunken idiots were uh, taken care of. Proceeded to get my game off track and proceeded to finish four over uh, So not the greatest of endings to a great start, but overall was very solid and yes nice little uh, Sidewinder 12 footer for birdie on 18 Did lead to a tie that you were winning at first on the tee of 18 so glad that uh, glad that I could put the, the dagger in the heart so to speak with a nice good solid putt just to show you how good the perfect practice putting match really
3: are. Well, again for the record, let, let it be known that I did intentionally leave the putt short, right in the heart. So <laughs> that's why the match ended all square, leading to obviously the inevitable rematch. Can
0: I ask? But, a, can but, I ask a question before you finish? If you left it dead in the heart short, yeah. why did it leave to the left of the cup? That well, doesn't that's, really add
3: up. Because speed, speed at the end kind of made it turn left.
0: Naturally twist to the left. Is yeah. That what you're trying to
3: say? Yeah, naturally. But the real question is you know, Christian did not attend. No. Yeah, failed to make it.
0: It's
3: okay. All right. Unfor- Christian.
4: Unfortunately, I had to work that day. Could not make it.
3: I was there in spirit. All right. And I uh, heard all about the great rounds of golf that were played. All right. Well, let's talk about S- Seneca itself. It's owned by the. Seneca
0: Nation and the
3: Seneca Gaming
0: Corporation. Uh,
3: Obviously, they own the resort.
0: Uh, They do have, if you are looking for a great golf getaway, because we always talk golf getaways, uh, they do have the Seneca Stay and Play Package. Uh, $99 a night does include room, as well as golf, and then a, I believe they said $20 uh, credit for dinner. So, pretty awesome little deal. Pretty awesome little track. I highly recommend it if you're a guy like me who always enjoys a nice little rollout of the golf ball. Definitely need to check it out because it was playing very, very solid, very, very firm, fast conditions, so obviously ideal. And, uh, yeah, I, I love the Seneca Nation and uh, all the gaming and, and all that stuff. I mean,
3: dude, I'm going to give you a shout-out on number nine. You hit that driving iron. I mean, you had almost like a leaner on for for eagle, I thought we it was... I,
0: that was the one time we don't talk about perfect practice because I, I missed the, the leaner for Eagle. You did. For Eagle, but you did indeed.
3: You did indeed. Great weekend. Tell the folks where you're going. Honeymoon? We are going
0: to Jamaica in the south coast of Jamaica. I will be sitting with uh, transfusions
3: in hand. Alright, so again, we are pre-recording this. Alan, Christian Azamis, Andrew DePue, soon to be married. Christian? Yep.
4: You know, Alan, hit 'em long and straight. Because
3: it beats short and crooked. Of course.